Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heat Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. Time when we're suffering from what spiritual insomnia. Go ahead. Spiritual insomnia. Come on, come on. Now I know uh, for me, I don't know about y'all, but I know about y'all. For me, when 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 I can't sleep, there's a reason. A lot of times when I can't sleep at night. Anybody want to help me out? What what what, what's the reason that you can't sleep at night? The number one reason most of the time. It's stressful. Stress, stress, and worrying. And stress and worrying come from what? Circumstances and issues in life. God, how am I going to do this? God, how am I going to pay that? God, what is this person going to do? How are they going to say, my son, my daughter, my mama, my wife, my brother, my sister, my job, my car, my, my dog, my cat, you know, everything. And all that worrying and all that stuff comes on and it keeps us up at night. Where we can't sleep and we can't get rest. But how many know that all that same worrying, all that same stressing, all that same going back and forth and wrestling keeps us up in the spirit? Well, where we can't rest in God. Yes, yes. Where we can't sit down and rest. So we're suffering from spiritual insomnia because of what? The issues of life. Mm-hmm. The issues of life. And that brings me to my scripture is coming out of Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. We're going to look at somebody in a very familiar story. Mark chapter 5 starting at verse 25. And I'm reading it out of the New American Standard. Mark chapter 5 verse 25. And it says a woman had, had a hemorrhage for 12 years. A hemorrhage for 12 years mm-hmm. and had endured much at the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had had and was not helped at all, but rather had grown worse. Mm. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. Grown worse. Didn't get better, but got worse. Verse 27, after hearing about Jesus, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak. For she thought, if I just touch his garments, I will get well. Immediately the floor of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately, Jesus perceiving in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see this crowd pressing in on you, and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Amen. Amen. 
You've been healed of your affliction. So if you don't get nothing else out of what I'm going to talk about today, you can stop and start right there. That you have been healed of your affliction. You have been healed of your issues. That's the end of the story. You have been healed of your affliction. Now, whether you want to receive that or not is up to you. But that don't mean that it ain't up there. Amen? Hallelujah. See, just because just we don't have a radio in here receiving a radio broadcast from yes, 102.5 yes, don't yes. mean that 102.5 ain't broadcasting. Yes, Amen? Yes. It's just that we're not tuned in. We just not tuned in. So just because you don't want to receive what the word of God is saying, that your afflictions, that your issues, that your circumstances, that your situations, that your quandaries are not healed and taken care of, just because you don't want to receive that, don't mean that it ain't went out. You just might not be tuned in. But it don't mean that it didn't go out. Amen. So, again, the word has already been preached, amen. All I'm getting ready to do now is just illuminate a little bit more. But the word is already done. He said, it's, it's over. You've been healed. Go your way. Amen. amen. But we have this woman here who we don't even really have that much description. Somebody just says she's a woman. Yeah. And she had a hemorrhage for, for 12 years. Hemorrhage, we all know this is the woman. This is the story of the woman with the issue of blood. The issue of blood. And she had it for 12 years. And in verse 26, it said that, that she had endured much at the hands of the physicians. Meaning that she had went to try to get healed. Meaning she had went to try to get taken care of. Meaning that she had went to try to get things done and put in order. Meaning she went to the well star. She went to Cobb General. She went to the Dr. Phil. She done went there. She done read her self-help books. She done went and went to the New Age. She done tried everything. She done tried everything. But what does the word of God say? It got Worse. How many know that sometimes when we try to handle the things ourselves, when we try to touch it, when we try to deal with it, that thing gets worse. Why does it get worse? Because when we put our hands on it, we start manipulating that thing. We start trying to twist that thing. How many know that when you start manipulating, you only one step away from witchcraft? So we wonder why, we wonder why we end up worse in a situation we're jumping out of the frying pan to the fire because we're trying to manipulate that thing. And when we try to manipulate, we dibbling and dabbling in witchcraft. We're, we're going into what we call a wicked thing. And some people say, well, I'm not wicked. I don't I don't sit in my house and, and boil cars and throw chicken feet and everything. All wicked means is twisted. If you think about a candle wick, and they take the cord and they twist it together. It's wicked. And God says in Chronicles what? He said, if my people who are called by my name, if they will humble themselves and do what? Turn from their wicked ways. Twisted ways. Trying to manipulate things ways. Trying to do it your way ways. Trying to make it work your way ways. Trying to get it done in your time ways. Niggery. Niggery. You got to read it up. See, when you got to rig everything up, then you might not be doing it the right way. Yes. Amen. Amen. God don't want us to have to rig everything. God is a God of excellence. Some things yes. you know, we, we 
can we can rig to get us through, but there's some things God say, no, you got to operate in excellence. Quit trying to manipulate. I don't want you even coming close to that thing called witchcraft. I don't want you even over there. I don't want you operating in a Jezebel spirit. Come on, come on. But she goes to these doctors and do all this thing, and it says she spent all her money. Spend all the money. How many know that, that money is the closest thing to some of us in God? Because God said we can't serve what? Both God and the devil? No. He said you can't serve both God and mammon, meaning money. So she gave up all that she had. Come on. Meaning she gave up all of her life, so to speak, to try to get rid of this issue of blood. But how many know that blood is representative of a life force? Because without blood flowing through your veins, you what? Dead. Blood cleanses your body. Blood removes impurities. It brings in oxygen and transports all over your body. It is a life force. So that's why we can know that even though this woman had an issue of blood, uh, a period that wouldn't quit, the bottom line really is she had an issue with life. Go ahead. There were life issues going on. So what issue did she have? She might have had an issue with her husband. She might have had an issue with her family. She might have had an issue with her job. Whatever issue you think you got, you can tie it to this woman because she had an issue of life. Go ahead. And the heart is the one that pumps everything. It pumps the blood all over your body. And the Bible says that out of the heart flows what? The issues of life. So she had this issue with life, and it hadn't changed at all. But it's funny that that God talks about her with the issue of blood, because with that having that flow of blood, a woman is considered unclean at that time. Come on now. It talks about that in the Old Testament that how even a husband can't even touch his his wife when when she's going through that that time That's because right. she's unclean. That was according to the Mosaic law. So so. You got to think about this woman. She had an issue for 12 years. That's right. Not 12 months. Not 12 weeks. Not 12 days. Not 12 minutes. 12 seconds. But 12 years. She been dealing with this thing for 12 years. And because of the Mosaic Law, it's not only affecting her now, but it's affecting the others around her. Go ahead. Her husband can't touch her. Her kids can't touch her. If she go to work, they can't touch her. If she's a merchant trying to sell stuff, she can't even have a business anymore because of this issue. But how many know that when you got issues like that, that when you have issues going on in your life that are so big and so strong, that it not only affects you, but it affects everybody around you. How many know that when you got issues going on so strong in your life, that like the woman of God here, your dream even gets affected. You can't recognize your dream when you got issues. Because all you see are your issues. I'm sure after the first year, that's all this woman can see was her issue. Come on. I'm sure after the second year, that's all she can see. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh year, she like, oh my God. Issues. Issues. <laughs> and some of us can't deal with an issue for two days. Well. And this woman has been dealing with it for 12 years. years. For 12 years. And it's interesting about this woman because it doesn't give a description of her, but if you read in the preceding verses where the location Jesus was, he was in he was in Gesericenes, where previous to that he had just called out the legions of demons out of this man. 
But this region is known for being really populated with a lot of Gentiles. Come on. Now, why am I speaking about this? What detail matter? I don't like giving detail without having having a purpose because otherwise it's just trivia. Mm -hmm. But what we have here is this woman may have been a Gentile, mm -hmm. meaning that she was not a Jew. Well, meaning that she was not in the church. Go ahead. She was outside the church. Amen. Well. And we know that if we read, if we read about the, the woman whose daughter was possessed by a demon, and then Jesus said, No, I didn't come for the Gentiles. I came for the Jew first. I came for the church first. I need to establish order in the church. Then I can release it out to the Gentile, to the unchurched. But here we got this woman who is possibly a Gentile who has heard about Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. Who has heard about Jesus. Because we have in the scripture it says that, that she that she said in, in, in verse 27, after hearing about Jesus, after hearing about Jesus, what was it that she heard? See, when you hear about Jesus, it says what? Faith come by what? Hearing. But hearing what? The word of God. See, she can't do, you can't hear anything about Jesus. But see, some of what people want to tell you about Jesus these days ain't going to be necessarily true. Like that Son of God movie. See, everything ain't, it ain't true. So you don't want to hear everything that somebody else got to say about Jesus. Because this is how they put a name of Jesus on the title, don't mean it's of Jesus. This is how they put, this is how they say hallelujah and praise God, don't mean it's from Jesus. God says in His word that if they can't, they sent from me. But they not of me. So you gotta be careful. He said that the spirit judges the spirit. Amen. She said, but but I heard this word. I heard this word. The faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Well, what did she hear? What did she hear to call this possibly Gentile woman who knows that, that she really the angel is supposed to receive a blessing from God? Who knows she even outside the will of God? Still, she ain't even supposed to be nowhere near God. Not only is she not supposed to be near him, she had a whole lot of stuff going on. She was a woman, first of all. I mean, no woman can't even come up to a rabbi in that day and time. To even come up to him like that would cause you to be stoned to death. So she's stepping past that. She said, I ain't even care if I'm a woman. I gotta step past this issue. Man, how many know? How many know she was bleeding too? So she can't be touching nobody, especially a rabbi. But she said, I gotta step past this issue. And then how many know that being a Gentile, she was outside of the will, outside of the church. But she said, I'm gonna step past this issue. Why? Because I'm standing on the word of God. Amen. How are we in this day and time going to allow somebody outside the church to stay on the word of God more than us who are in the church? Amen. Come on now. She comes up and she says, I heard. I heard the word of God. I heard the word of God. You see, I would like to believe that, that she was hearing the old story out of Malachi. When she said that the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in his wings. And I believe she stuck that story in her head. I don't know if her mama told her or grandma told Because they didn't have they didn't have Bible gateway like we got today. They didn't have, you know, the Bible apps like we got today. It was all out of the word. It was all out of the oratorial tradition. Meaning that they talked about what God was. They described him. They demonstrated who he was. And then they proved who he was through his word. Amen. We got so much access to the word, but yet we still spiritually starved. Amen. Well, well. 
But it says she was heard. She heard. And it says the righteousness in her wing. But then here's the, here's the beauty part. It says, it says, after hearing about Jesus, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak. And in verse 28 it says, for she thought. She thought. See, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the key to the whole story. To getting over your issue. Don't miss this. See, it's one thing to hear. It's one thing to hear. We all hear the word. People can hear the word. She's been hearing, she, she been hearing this word for at least 12 years, if not before that. Because we don't have an age of what she is. We don't know if she's 12 years old. We don't know if she's 30, 40, 60 years old. All we know is she's been having this particular issue for 12 years. So how long has she been hearing the word of God? How long have you been hearing the word of God, but you ain't let it quite sink in? How long have you been hearing what God is saying about your situation, but you ain't quite let it sink all the way in? How long have you been hearing the word of God about what you're going through, but you ain't quite let it get all the way down? You ain't had, you ain't let God have his way, like the song said. Yes, yes. Well, well. And you know why I know that with some people? Not talking about none of y'all in here. I'm, I'm preaching to the, to, the, to the atmosphere, amen? <laughs> But it's because they thought life. Well, See, it says, so is a man thinking, so he is. So he is. Meaning, not even, that's not even what you do. It's who you are. It's your being. That's why we're the human beings. Because we're supposed to be something. But what are we going to be? What we think. See, first comes the hearing. It says that the hearing comes into the comes into the ear. It comes into the ear gate. That's why Ezekiel had to prophesy to the dead bones, and and and, and it says that it, it went in. It went into the ear gate. That's, it has to come into the ear first because. What happens inside of your ear, there's a little bone in there, a small little bone called an anvil. And when that anvil hits across that drum, then it makes a sound. What did that song say? There's no move of God without a sound first. That's right, that's right. Without a sound that's first. Right. So the sound precedes what God's about to do. Right. That sound was ringing in her ear. The son of righteousness with healing in his wings. Well, well, healing well. in his wings. Healing in his wings. So that sound goes over and over and over again. And that sound starts to create images in your imagination. Right. It says what? That we were created in his image. And yes. then his likeness. Yes. See, a lot of times image people think of image, but image means in your his thoughts. We were in his thoughts. Oh, and then we were in his likeness. Go, 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 go. But first we were on his thoughts. That's why I know that God wants us to get our thoughts right first. He said, because I had my thoughts together. I had to think this thing so that I could be this thing. Amen. He said, so as you should be as well. And so it says that she thought if I could just touch him. If I could just touch him, if I could just touch him just one time. And so so it says, if I touch his garments, I will get well. Then I like verse 27, backing up real quick. It says, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak. And touched his cloak. But see, some translations say that, that she pressed her way. She pressed her way. So you got to remember, now Jesus is walking in the crowd. You, would, you probably got to think it doesn't say this in the scripture, but we can, you know, I don't say it don't add the scripture, but, but God likes us to paint pictures to put ourselves there, amen? And I can see Jesus walking through the crowd, and at that time, 
you know, I can see the his possibly his disciples, and especially the, the three of them, the main three, that his entourage, they're around him. You know, he walking through the crowd. And then it's crowds around them. So it's just a commotion going on. Yes. And Jesus is in the middle of it. Amen. Yes. But here is this woman with an issue. A woman. A Gentile. Bleeding. And she got this word in her ear. And now it's in her mind. She's saying, you know what? I don't care about the crowd. I don't care about his 12 disciples. I don't even care about the three standing right next to him. Who I know are crazy Peter. If I get too close, he might just cut me off. But I got to press through anyway. See, God said, you know what? No matter what you're going through, sometimes you got to press. Because it's through the pressing that the true anointing will come out of your life. It's through the pressing of the olive that the oil has come out. It's the old saying to say, pressing either going to bust pipes or make diamonds. God said, I didn't make no pipes. You ain't nothing but a diamond in my eye. He said, so if you're under pressure, no, all I'm trying to do is just shake it. I'm trying to mold you so that you can come out and shine and be the royal thing that you are destined to be. Amen. So it says she pressed her way. She pressed her way through. See, sometimes you have to press your way through on that word that you're standing on. Sometimes you have to press your way through the crowd. They don't try to push you away. They don't want you to have it. They don't want you to get what you come to get. They try to get theirs too. So you got to press through. You got to push through. It's in the skew. You ain't going to do it all, 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 ball, all. All aggressive and, and messed up and jealous and envy and all that, but you're just doing it with a purpose. You're doing it with a plan. You said, I know you got an appointment with him, but mine is today also. I'm gonna stand right here with you. If you got, he must be having our blessings. So if you're gonna get some, I'm gonna stand right here. That's right, that's right, that's right. But now that's just pushing the crowd. That's just pushing past the crowd. That's pushing past the naysayers, the jealous folks, the haters that everybody like to talk about. All these haters. That's pushing past all those people. But once you get past those people, how many know that after a while you, you, you got to get to the point where you got to push past the church too? Okay. Well. Oh, I, I ain't saying that. Yeah. Come on. You're yes, showing yes, yes. See, the woman got touched on a little bit. Saying that the fivefold was given what? To equip the saints. To equip the saints. Well, we got a lot of leaders out there today equipping them with nothing. Yes. Amen. Yes. Why? Because they got issues and they won't pray to God. They all messed up, tore up, broke up, busted up. But they so high and mighty that they won't lower themselves down to say, God, I got issues that I'm dealing with. I've been dealing with these issues for a long time. Y'all ain't always saying. That's right. I was, I was, I was a whole monkey at one point. I used to like to spend money, do a lot of money, bail my money. I was also a weed head. I smoked you up under the table, fill this room with so much smoke you'll think it was the glory of God. <laughs> but why do I say all that? Why do I say all that? Because I've been delivered. But here's the, but here's the key. Here's the key. Here's the key to that. I knew that I could not give the word of God to his people. It wasn't that the word wasn't in me. It wasn't that I didn't know the word. I ain't telling you stuff that I, that I just done read. This is stuff that I know has been in me since I was a little boy. But God said, I will not allow you to squeeze out the water that's in you out of a dirty sponge. My Lord Jesus. 
Hallelujah. He said, clean yourself up first. Then you can give out my word. Does that mean that I have arrived? No. Does that mean that I'm perfect? No. But that means that I am walking after God and it says that through him I am holy. Through him I am perfect. Through him I am made holy. But the only way I can get that is I got to come to him and say, you know what? I'm at your altar. I don't have to be up here. I don't have to stand right here. I can be right out here with everybody else and I can get what I need. I don't have to be Because we want Christians to sit down. Sometimes we got to sit ourselves down. Amen. And we're in the season where if you won't sit down, God going to put you down. Amen. Amen. Better you better do it voluntarily. <laughs> Amen. But see, you got to press through the crowd, the naysayers, the haters, all those people. You got to press through them. And then you get to the disciples. Disciples are up there in church. They were the church at that time. Because they were the ones who started the church. Right. Come on. Right. So we can say they're symbolic of the church. So now this woman is having to press through, press through the church. The, the outer, the outer being of the church. That means when somebody walk up in here with healing, now everybody looking, want to look around like, what she in here for? What she right. need? Right. Don't be that kind of church when people right. come in here. Don't be like right. the, don't be like the Pharisees with a man with a withered hand. He don't sit up in the church all that time with that withered hand. And Jesus get mad at them like, why won't y'all heal this man? Why won't y'all do what y'all supposed to do with this man? Come don't on. be that kind of church. Right. That's right. Don't be that kind of church. Go ahead. Because <laughs> then when they come in, to that first outer layer, and then you try to protect them from the from the leader. I don't want them to get to the leader because I, I want to be close to them. If they get if they come in and press past me, then they might take my position. My Lord. They might take what? Well, how many know it ain't your position to be taken? It's, it's, it's given by God in the first place, and God says in His Word that sometimes the what the last shall be first. He talks about it when when the person who came onto the field and only worked for a little bit of time got the same pay as the people who've been there all day. Don't worry about what you get paid. Just know that you get paid. Amen. Because there's some folks out there who broke. Well, who ain't getting nothing. Don't worry about who getting to eat. Like I said, I don't care if I got to get the pick over, the leftover. As long as I get to eat. Amen. <laughs> but she had to press through past this church. She had to press through into, into, into the real thing. See, you don't let the, don't let the outsiders, don't let the church make you miss God. Oh, my, my. See, she could have turned around. See, we can get caught up in the outsides and God ain't going to do that for you. Girl, you believe in God for that, man? You believe in God that he's going to change your son? You believe in God that he's going to give you that job? Uh -huh. That's not a bunch of hocus pocus. What you going to do? Rub your Bible, watch God pop out? No, you say, I'm going to stand on this word, and according to his word, then this is what shall go for. Yeah, I got to do my part. See, sometimes we want to raise things from the dead in our life. We got to move the rocks. Just like, he told, just like he told people when he come to raise Lazarus. He said, move the rocks. Move the rocks. Now, what is all that saying? What is all that saying? This, this is God who getting ready to raise a man who's been dead for four days. He getting ready to raise him out of the dead. He ain't going to touch him. He's just going to say, come on up out of there. But yeah, he got to tell people to move the rocks. Come on. Why couldn't he just move the rock himself? He made the rock. 
Why can't he just snap his fingers and the rock be just really just wild to cry? You know what <laughs> He said, he said, move the rock. Why? Because I want you to move the rock, move those issues, move those circumstances, admit the issues that you have, move that stuff out the way. Why? Because that shows faith in what I'm about to do. Well, well. That shows faith in what I'm about to do. See, it's, it's one thing to hear what I'm about to do. It's one thing to think about what I'm about to do. But when you press through on what I'm about to do, then that's when I'm going to do what I'm about to do. That's Amen. When you, when you finally press through, and, and we see it right here in the Word, in verse 29, after she done heard it, and she done thought about it, and that she done pressed through, she didn't let tradition stop her. She didn't let religion stop her. She don't care what she looked like. She don't care what she dressed like. She don't care what she talked like. Some people won't even go out and do what God told them. Because they're like, I ain't, did, I ain't been to Satan long enough. Or I don't know all the holy words. Or I don't know all the Hebrew words. I don't, God said, do you? know my word. You know that I am God of God. You know that I am King of Kings. You know that my word shall go out and do all that it is sent to do. Yeah. If you know that, then you know enough. That's right. Go ahead. And if you can't remember nothing, just remember John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. So for those that believe shall not perish and have eternal life. That's all you need to know. Everything else, I'll take care of it. Because I'm going to take care of it through that begotten son. Amen. <laughs> but just in case you 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 hearing and you thinking and then you're oppressed, God says, once you do all that, once you do all that, I'm going to do my part. And in verse 29 it says, immediately, immediately, immediately the flow of her blood was dry up. Dried up. You see, I like that part right there, dried up. See, don't miss, don't miss the little words that God uses in the scripture. A lot of times we just read this thing like a storybook. But God said, no, take out your shovel and dig a little deeper. See, he could have used a lot of words right there. He could have said immediately it stopped. Come on. Come on. It, it, it immediately, immediately it went away. Yes. But I like dried up. Dried up. Why? Because see, when things dry up, it turns to dust. And dust is what? Blown away. Go ahead. Amen. Which means that once it dries up, once this dust comes and it blows away, what does that mean? You don't even remember it no more. The people around you don't even remember you had that issue. God said, I'm going to dry some things up in your life. I'm going to dry those things up. And when people look at you, they ain't even going to know what you've been through. They ain't going to know like you've been through nothing. She have God like she ain't been through nothing. She like she ain't had to worry about nothing. She ain't had to deal with nothing. She ain't had to go through nothing. All you want to say is it's dried up. It's dried up. Hallelujah. It's dried up. Yes. And see, once you dry up that dust, then it like I say it blows oh, away. Right. What is that breath? It's the ruach. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says that, that I will blow those things away. He said, all you got to do is you touch this word. You touch this thing. Because that's what she touched. It says it touched the hem of his garment. Well, see, Jesus wore this prayer cloth called a talif. Yes. And on that talif was was was, was little fringes. Because that's what the hem was, yes. the fringes. And they were really like tassels. 
and those tassels was was representative of the six hundred over six hundred laws of the the Jewish tradition. Come on. And she said, "I'm going. All I have to do is just just touch through this law. Now all I have to do is push past this." Law. Tradition, because I'm a Gentile. I ain't even up on this law anyway. I'm not even part of the law anyway. I'm not even worried about what the law say. All I gotta do is just touch him. I'm trying to touch the word. The law is my way to get through there. Because I'm a Gentile. So you can't even, I ain't even worried about it anyway. What these people say. I ain't even worried about it anyway. What these people think. Because all I gotta do is just touch it. All I gotta do, and I'm gonna let them know what I think about their law. I'm gonna take my dirty hands and I'm gonna put it on. I know the law ain't gonna straighten me up. The law is there for my death. But I know the man who is under the law, the man who is over the law, the man who is wearing the law, the man who is the law. That's all I gotta do. Yeah. I ain't worried about all this other stuff. Go ahead. Tell what we gotta do. I ain't worried about all this other stuff. See, here's the thing. Do never, 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 See, he will make you think that what you're going through right now is where it ends. He will make you think what you're dealing with right now is where it stops. He will make what you're going through right now that is all over. Never let your present circumstances determine your destiny. Amen? Go ahead. Man. Because, see, it might not even be the devil that's got you down anyway. Woo! You have said it. You don't think Jesus knew this woman was in this town? He could have went to the house. Sometimes God say, I need you to press through because I want to see if you really got it. See, it's one thing to hear the word. It's one thing to think on the word. So I can tell you all day that God is Jehovah Rapha and he can heal you. But it's one thing to hear that, but it's another thing to know that. See, when I was healed of cancer, can't nobody tell me that God ain't a healer no more. I don't have to even read it in the word because I done experienced it in my life. See, it's one thing to believe. It says in Jude that even devils believe that they tremble at the name. He said, but but the believing ain't one thing. That's just one thing. It's, but he said, be doers of that word. Meaning experience that thing. Yes. Know that thing. And the only way sometimes you can do that is when you press through. Go it's ahead. when you go through. Go when ahead. you go through those things. That hot water. Don't always be afraid of that hot water. It's only in the hot water that the coffee bean can recognize its identity. <laughs> The coffee bean was meant to come to McDonald's and Starbucks to be coffee. But it's only through going through that hot water that it meets its true identity. God said that only through your pressing through, only through going through what you're going through, pushing past your tradition, pushing past your religion, pushing past those godly folks, those holy folks, pushing past all that mess when you recognize your true. Identity. Go ahead. You recognize your true identity. That's what God says. Keep pushing through. Because she she recognized her true identity. Because it says that God says that something was proceeding and it left out of him. It left out of him. 
And here's that word again. I'm like another word it says, here it says, the power proceeding from him. Proceeding means what? It means something that goes before. Right? Something that goes before. So there was a power that was already set up beforehand. There's a power that's already out there for us. There's a power that was here before we even thought of. There's a power that is already proceeding. All we got to do is just touch that thing. All we got to do is come into the presence of it. All we got to do is just, just, just reach out for it. And that power is already there. And then I like to say, and then proceed also is what? It's also a, 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 a wage. Or something that is given. That's right. Like people say, I want my proceeds. That's right. Yeah. Right. Did you catch that? Yes. Did you catch that? Yes. What does that mean? When you touch God, you're going to get something. You can't come to God and touch him and leave empty hand. You can't keep coming to God and to his word and leave the same way that you came. If you leave the same way that you came, then you ain't touching. Go ahead. You touch something else, but it wasn't God. Go ahead. You might touch what you thought was holy. There's a lot of things that can look holy and sound holy, but it ain't holy. Amen. Go ahead. Because if you leave the same way that you came in, then you didn't get your proceeds. You need to go back and say, somebody need to cut me a check. I didn't get my proceeds. And it says, proceeding from him. And he turned around and he said, who touched me? Who touched me? Yes. Now, this is God in the car lane. How in the world did he ask me the question? Did Jesus just have a brain fart? Oh, no. Did he just have uh, a slight case of Alzheimer's? Dementia. Dementia set in on Jesus? Jesus don't ever ask a question that he don't know the answer to. He's not asking a question for himself. He's asking a question for you. For me. He said, who touched me? And then his disciples, they always missing the thing. They say, See that? So you can be up in church all day. You can be around and miss the whole message. You get the word, but you miss the message. Don't be like a Pharisee. Don't get all the scriptures. Don't quote all the scriptures, but you miss the message. Go ahead. See, I don't learn a lot of times in life. I don't learn more from a drunk on the street giving me a revelation of God versus an apostle standing in the pulpit. Because everything is standing in the pulpit, sometimes it might actually be pulling you in the pit. Amen. And he says, Who touched me? And then his disciples said, You see this crowd all around you, man? I don't know. Who touched You asking who touched me? Man, they kind of chomping him out. Did you right, stupid? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been me touched me. It could have right, been anybody. anybody. We don't know who it was. But that lets you know that lets you know that your blessing is specific. It's just for you. It's just for you. It's just for you because here's this crowd of people. Crowd of people around Jesus. At least twelve. His own disciples. His own people. At least them twelve. Right. But we can that number could Easily be another 20, 30, 100 people around. But he know that one person is touching. He ain't asking because he's trying to figure it out. He asking because he know. But he don't want to know for himself. He wants you to know that he knows. And he says, who touched me? And then it says, he looked around to see the woman who had done this. See, he let him know. I already know. I'm looking around to see the woman. 
I know it was a woman in darkness. I know she was dirty who touched me. I know she was a Gentile who touched me. I know it was a woman who touched me. But see, I ain't even worried about all that. But even though I am a rabbi, and she just made me unclean. But because I also am the son of God, I am the God incarnate, then I don't care who touches me. Matter of fact, I want the dirty to touch me. I want the people who are issued, right. burned right. down to right. touch me so that I can make them whole. Yes, yes. And we say that, we see that it's that, that she that immediately she had dried up in the earlier verses. But then it says in verse 33, but the woman fearing and trembling. See, she the issue is gone. Yes. But see, she hadn't been made whole yet. Right. Oh, right. come on. Right. Right. Did somebody catch that? Yes, Woo! yes. Glory. See, a lot of us pray for God. God, please get rid of this thing. Get this issue out of this man, get on my nerve. Lord, if you ain't funny, let me know. Oh, I want this issue go this job and my job let me know. And see, God said, okay, your issue is gone. That job is gone. That man is gone. Those people who's doing you wrong is gone. That crazy cult filled church you was in is gone. But you ain't been made whole. Come on! See, it's one thing to be delivered, it's another thing to repent. See, deliverance ain't nothing but a position change. That just takes you from here to there. It's just like the people of the Israelites. They went from Egypt to the wilderness. Those how they say promised land, because right. everybody can get to go. Because some were delivered out of Egypt, but they never repented so they can go to the promise. Go ahead. See, it's one thing to be delivered, it's another thing to be made whole. Amen. Go ahead. And here's how she got made whole. The issue is gone. The issue is over. But see, the, the word says that, that once the enemy is gone out of your house. And it's been swept clean. If you don't feel that thing, then there will be more issues that will show up seven times greater than the one that was there in the first place. Right, that's right. So don't be rejoicing just over your issue going. Yeah, it's happy. We celebrate. But God said, no, man, you still got some work to do. You got to be made whole. You got. How did you get yourself in that issue in the first place? Because Because see, drama, a drama won't be a drama unless it's got actors to play the part. Have you been acting in your own drama? <laughs> Have you been cast in your own situation? <laughs> if it ain't you, say amen. If it is, say ouch. Amen. <laughs> and ouch. Amen and ouch. And it said, but the woman fearing and trembling. See, that let me know. She fearing and trembling. Because she knows she was she knows she was wrong. Right. That lets me know that that she might have been the cause of some of these issues yes, going on. Yes, yes. But she was aware that it had, that it had been dried up. And then it says that he came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Yeah. Glory to God. And it says in the word of God, what? Those that will worship me shall worship me in spirit and truth. Hallelujah. And she told him the, the truth. See, because Jesus didn't do nothing when she first touched himself, but who touched me? Right. But then now he, she comes out and says in verse 34, this is when he finally speaks directly to her. He says, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Catch that. Now, why is Jesus saying be healed of your affliction? When the previous verses said immediately. He dried up. So she could be whole. So her affliction was not her issue. Amen. 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 See, your issue ain't your issue. 
Your issue is just a symptom of what's really going on. Your issue is just the, 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 the limb, but you need to get to the roots. You need to get to the root. I, I, I do a lot of financial counseling, and I remember I was dealing with this one person who had a lot of money issues and everything, and because I do it from a spiritual aspect, Okay, yeah, you, you, you spend money over here, you don't pay your bills over there, you like to gamble over here. Okay, those are just your issues. Those are just your symptoms. But you know what the root is? You have a spirit of lust. And like, how does lust got to do with money? It's because everything you lay your eyes on, you want. See, once you deal with that, once you deal with that root cause, the issues... Dry up. Dry up. They dry up. See that goes that dry up again. When you cut the root away, what happens to the limbs? They dry up. That's why he said you will be healed of your affliction. It wasn't that Jesus didn't know that her issue had dried up. The issue was gone. But I don't want you to even have this again. I don't want you to ever deal with this thing again. See, there's some things that you have been through. God said, I don't ever want you to come back to this again. Now, I know the world say don't burn bridges, but God said, it's something I want you to send an inferno to. You don't need to cross back over this thing again. You don't need to revisit that thing again. You don't need to deal with that thing again. Your affliction is gone. Because you came out and you worshiped him in spirit and you worshiped him in truth. Yeah. That's the thing. You got to do it in truth. You got to do it in truth. Just like the woman at the well. He was, when he told her, he said, yeah, you, you right. That ain't your husband you're sleeping with. Tell me the truth so I can make you whole. That's right. I already know the truth, but you need to know that I know the truth. I know. Right. You, need to, you need to figure it out. You can't hide nothing from me. There's no surprises from God. Well, you can walk up on God if, if his back was turned he'll say I've been waiting on you <laughs> you're about 30 seconds too late <laughs> there's no surprise he said worship me in spirit and in truth and it says once that truth and, and, and it's funny it's funny because the other translations say what that, that, that the virtue left out of him yes. that the truth left out of him and ain't it funny that once the truth of the word left out of him, she was then able to tell the truth. Oh, come on now. What does that mean? Excellent. When you really sit up under this word, and when you really study this word, and you really take the truth of this word, then the truth comes into you, and now you become the truth. Woo, yeah. You become the truth. That's why he says, I made you in my image and in my likeness. And you have been out of messed it all up. But then he said, I sent my son, who is also the truth. He says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Then it says later down that the word became flesh. He said, I took the word out of the box, out of the tabernacle, where people walk around with it, and when they lost it, they would go all crazy. And they have to go over here and fight to get it back. He said, no. I'm going to get it to you where it can dwell not only among you but in you. He says then then you can be made whole. And I'm closing right here. He says then you can be made whole. And it says your faith has made you well. Yes. Why does the word of God say that without faith it is what? Impossible to please God. Impossible. Impossible means don't even try. Don't even attempt. 
Don't even come to me with all that. Don't even come. See, we got to have faith. And when I'm talking about faith, I ain't talking about no worry prayers either. Some of us praying and calling it faith, but we ain't doing nothing but hyper worry. <laughs> you better say that. And call it faith. If you're not praying the word of God in your situation, you worry. Go ahead. Find the word of God got to deal with your situation. Google it if you got to. Go they got stuff. We ain't got no reason not to work. I don't know how what scripture. I can't find a scripture on what I'm going through. Google that thing. I guarantee you somebody done that talked about. It. And then you can find those scriptures. And you stand on those scriptures and then you say, God, this is what your word said. This That's is what right. you said. And when I was going through my cancer thing, I said, according to your word, you said, by your stripes. I am healed. According to your word, you said that the, that the diseases of the Egyptians shall not come upon the people. You said by your word that your word shall be healing to my bone. This is what you said, God. That's right. That's right. And I pray to God like that. We talk like that. That's my boy. We talk like that. Right. That ain't blasphemy when you talking the word of God. Go Some of us got blasphemy all mixed up. But whenever blasphemy is talking the word of God, then I guess I'm going to bust hell wide open. Amen? Because the word of God is the truth. That's right. And I know I want the truth spoken over me. Uh-huh. Not what mama said, because mama might have gotten a little bit wrong. Not what grandmama used to say, because she might not have had it all together. Because she might have only went by what the pastor said. And the pastor didn't never study the word. He was, he was taught what the pastor over him told him to teach. So, I need to get this thing up study to show what? Yourself approve. Study to show yourself approve. What is approve? That means study to show yourself. The approving is a fire process. They put the silver in the fire to proof it. To make it approved silver. God said study to show yourself approve so when you in the fire, then guess what? I'll be in the fire with you. Because where you are, I am. Where I am, you are. Those that abide in me. Amen. Yeah. says your faith has made you whole then he says go in peace 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 I like that word peace P-E-A-C-E that means pray every day and Christ every day peace All right. All right. All pray right. every day and Christ every day what do you pray every day? You pray Christ every day. What is Christ? The Word of God. If you pray the Word of God every day and you read the Word of God every day, then guess what? He said you will be healed of your affliction. You can't mess up your money when you read the scriptures about how to handle your money. You can't mess up your marriage when you read the praying scriptures about how to handle your marriage. You can't mess up your relationship when you read scriptures about how to deal with your relationship. Your affliction will be healed. And then lastly, right here, he says, go. Go. That means don't sit up in here with all that. Don't, 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 don't just keep it for yourself. Come up in here and get all fat and greedy and filled up, and then you don't want to leave and give to nobody. Don't want to share it with nobody. Go ahead. Go ahead and let, 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 let them know what I did. You the woman they didn't want to touch. You the woman they didn't want to deal with. You the one at the church didn't even want to come in. Now look at you. Now look at what you're doing. It ain't so that you can be puffed up. It's so that he can be glorified. God will elevate you. You don't have to elevate yourself. God will put you out there and say, look at my daughter. Look at my son who I am well pleased. Go ahead. 
And he says, go ahead and do it. But the reason why you're able to go is because when you went and touched God, that was an exchange. Mm. Never leave the place of God. Never leave the presence of God without the glory of God resting on you. When you walk out of the place, people should still see the glory. People yes. should still see what, what God yes. is in your life. People should still see what God has done in your life. Now when we miss the mark sometimes Of course we will But that is the mark That's the key when they say that Missing the mark That is the mark Get back on the mark Get back on it On the mark Get set Go Amen Those that run the race That's right Those that run the race Amen It says throw off all hindrances Throw off Throw it off Take all that junk off That's slowing you Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. And watch what God does. Watch what God does. Glory. Father God, we just thank you for your glory. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you for your presence. Father God, we just thank you right now that we can be made whole, Father God. And Father God, we don't come just with our list of issues and our list of concerns, Father God. We come so that we may be made whole, so we may be made complete, Father God. It's not enough just for you to get rid of what we're going through, Father God, because some of us don't need to pray to get through. We need to pray that we can go on and go through, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you will give us enough. You said that your grace is sufficient, Father God. So, Father, we thank you and we bless your name. We bless your name, Father. Glory. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord. That we will not focus on the issues. We will not focus on the issues because as the woman of God says, we, it's too many dreams out there that are being deferred. It's too many dreams that are being put on hold because we worry about our issues. We're dealing with our issues. God says if you focus on the dream, then some of your issues will go away just by itself. Hallelujah. What are you focusing on? Mm. 